0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 261, recorded live on Sunday, June 17th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who was busy yesterday, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who was also busy yesterday, Andy Lowe. Hi. At different times in the day, unfortunately. I know. Oh. Yep, yep. So you went down to Notre
1: Dame, of yes. all places.
0: Okay, I'm glad you thought that, because, Kate, when I typed to you that I'm MD, going
1: to... ND. North Kate Dakota Ford. was indeed the first thing that came to my mind. Okay,
0: damn it. And, Kate
1: won on that one. And then I realized, no, wait, he mentioned going to South Bend, thus Notre Dame. Yeah. But no, I, Kate, Kate should win that, because when you type that first, I'm like, what the hell
0: is he doing in North Dakota, and why isn't he stopping by? <laughs> I almost actually went to a conference in Wisconsin, a broadcasting conference in Wisconsin. Where in Wisconsin? Oh, we're talking like Wisconsin border of uh Minnesota.
1: Where in Wisconsin? Uh La- 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 LaCrosse? LaCrosse? LaCrosse?
0: Something like that. It's far west Wisconsin. Okay. L- LaCrosse. Okay, yes. It's right on the border. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you would have driven past Madison. I know. I was actually... Because there was a conference literally about uh your the things you do and that
1: you're interested in
0: yeah cuz it was you know there's a there's a Michigan Association of Broadcasters conference held every year normally it's up in Lansing or Grand Rapids that is like all the studios get together And they have conferences They have um, like job fairs And that sort of stuff Right This one was going to have that Plus they were also doing A three day Basically conference Specifically for people Who are interested In becoming broadcast engineers So why are you not going to this? Um, because there was only 30 spots available And you missed out Yes I see so, Better luck next time Yeah that's what I I found out that it's supposed To be a yearly thing This is the first time They're doing it So okay. hopefully Since there was enough It, it filled up Hopefully next than... year They'll do this as well With more more than 30 spots. Hopefully. So, but yeah, I was actually going to go to Wisconsin at some point, but not anymore. So, but that was a whole nother thing. So close to getting you out here. So instead I went down to South Bend to visit my great uncle, Joe Mm hmm He's a brother of the Holy Cross. He has been teaching at Catholic schools for 60 years. The last of my grandma's nine siblings, the youngest being 88. Okay. So it was fun to finally actually meet, because I've never actually met the guy. Ah. So I finally got down there and talked to him. He was a hoot. Cool, cool. Got to tour Notre Dame's campus. Well, we did a self-guided tour of Notre Dame's campus. Self-guided tour. Yeah. We got a map, wandered around the campus. Saw the Basilica, the Golden Dome. I'm sorry to say, but gold is a little gaudy.
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: Now let me say that the the gold and blue of the buildings and like the interior and everything, I like that color combination a lot better than the maize and blue. Hey now,
1: you're stepping into
0: dangerous territory. (laughs) I know, and I'm telling you that Notre Dame's gold and blue is a lot more pleasing to my eye than maize and blue. I like that you say that immediately after saying gold is gaudy. Okay, so we're talking, like, shiny gold is gaudy. Yeah, well, shiny gold is the gold of their uniform in school. No, no, that's a subdued gold. Uh, I'm talking, like, the, the, like, polished gold. gold. Yeah, like the gold leaf golden dome that's in Notre Dame. Okay. Which I guess originally was supposed to be painted yellow, but they said, no, we're gonna do gold. We're doing gold. I actually was talking about uh, Big Ten
1: school's color schemes with my office mate, because there's a really interesting thing that happens in the Big Ten. Which is? Nebraska, Wisconsin, Ohio, and there's one more, are all red and white. <laughs> Scarlet and gray, cardinal and white, cardinal and gray. What the hell is going on? So the, the idea that they are all just like shades of white and some form of red is most of, like, of all, it is the mode of the Big Ten color schemes.
0: Now I'm just actually trying to see how much gold is actually on that dome. Why? I don't know. I'm just curious because it's like 24 karat gold or something like that up there. It's only gold leaf. It's gold. So, I mean, it's so thin then and it's not even worth worrying about. It's paper thin, but it's still. (laughs) But it's actual gold. Yeah. See, the original price for the gold cost $2,000. By 1948, it had increased tenfold. (laughs) The building is now worth more than it used to be. Let's see uh, let's see the gold leaf for the last time they did it. the bill for gold materials for the project was estimated at a hundred and nine thousand dollars which at the time gold was priced what? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm just that's what they said. the last uh, twenty three point nine karat gold leaf will cost a hundred and nine thousand dollars just for the materials. Oh, I'm sure you could look it up in some archive at Notre Dame, probably. so yeah, did that. It was fun. okay. came back. then I went to work today and now I'm back. And now we are here. So, Dave, what did you do on Saturday? What did I do on Saturday?
1: Well, it's not so much what I did on Saturday, but what I did on Friday.
0: Okay, what did you do on
1: Friday? I went to Milwaukee to go see a concert. Okay. Hang on, hang on one second, Andy. We're going to have to pause. All right. Ready? Yes. Okay. okay. So you went to a concert. I went to a concert. I went to the Milwaukee Pops With the the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, and they were playing classic sci-fi movies and TV shows, hosted by George Takei. Hey! Hey? No, I said hey for Takei. Oh, sure. So it was a decent concert, good songs, very good songs, good selection. Uh, Probably a better title would have been John Williams and Friends. (laughs) Because 90% of the, well, not 90, but at least
0: half of the songs was John Williams. But still, listening to, to K narrate them? Or what was, he, what was he doing narrations of some kind? So he sort of did and sort of didn't,
1: and it probably shouldn't have even been advertised as him being there or hosting it. He did come out and tell a story just before intermission. He narrated one song because it's uh they did the day the earth stood still ah okay and so he gave the speech that klaatu gives yep their medley was pretty good they did a medley of tv shows (laughs) so uh you know it starts with x-files it had what else was in there oh dear x-files lost in space twilight zone jetsons you don't think of the jetsons as a sci-fi flick but sure enough very
0: true it was a good concert though orchestra needed a little more practice well it's the milwaukee symphony orchestra, it's not... Which
1: is a widely respected orchestra in the area. I mean, it's not the London Symphony, it's not the Boston Pops and you wouldn't expect it to be,
0: but... I know, it's like, um, we went it... to go see the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra do the 1812 Overture. Yeah, you're like, I can do the drums better than that guy. <laughs> not really, but still, it was nice to finally go see it. In my okay. head, I always thought the 1812 Overture was longer than it's, it was. It was like a 15, no, 12 minute piece? Something like that. I do believe so something like that. I mean it's not a symphony, it's a, a piece. Yeah, 9 minutes 28 seconds I think. Or oh, 18 there. minutes, 16 minutes, sorry. I just can't 16 read minutes. times. It'd be
1: really funny if it were 18 minutes and 12 seconds long.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's what you got to do. You just got to get it and then just adjust the time signature and beats per minute to make it 18 minutes and 12 18 seconds. 18 minutes and 12 seconds from start to finish. Yeah. Ooh, do, 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 do. You see, that's what I really want to do. I, want, I need to, at some point, listen to the American, the Armed Forces Band, or some, whatever it's called, the the military combined the band, cannons. playing it with the cannons, because it's just got to play.
1: Oh, I'd rather man. listen to, like, the Soviet Red Army Choir do it, or Russian, I guess, Russian Red Army Choir, because, you know, they're the ones that it was written for, and the repelling of Napoleon...
0: True, but then I would also want the Russian red uh, choir Red Army choir yeah Red Army choir to um play it with cannons and well, do no, no, I was gonna say in. the the Russian national anthem which is now the former Soviet Union national anthem well it's still the Russian national anthem they kept the same uh, no it, it was a, they changed the
1: lyrics but the song is still the same
0: but they had a different song for a little while and then they went back to the Soviet yeah thank you Putin
1: yeah well you know what
0: <laughs> the Soviet
1: anthem is significantly better anyway yeah. From a pure
0: musical perspective,
1: ignoring politics completely, it's, a, it's probably one of the best national anthems out there.
0: I actually used to have that as my uh, alarm <laughs> clock. Because <laughs> it starts out with a big bang right off the bat, so it's like... Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! I'm, I'm
1: awake! I'm I'm here! What's, oh, God! Okay.
0: No invasion. What is this? Red Dawn? I don't know. Red Dawn was a movie from the 80s that I think they're remaking now. I gotta double-check that one. Where, um... Yeah, Red Dawn 2012, they're remaking it. That's too bad. It was a 1984 film about, basically, um, set in an alternate 1980s in which the U.S. is invaded by the Soviet Union.
1: So, like, seven different video games? Probably. Homefront, wasn't that kind of the same? It was North Korea, but still. Yeah.
0: This actually was also the first film to be released as a PG-13 rating. Hmm. Let's see, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Freedom Fighters, Homefront, Operation uh, Flashpoint, and I can't believe they're... Yeah, they're redoing it, but this time it's going to be North Korea instead of the Soviet Union. Hmm. So, should we talk about news?
1: We could. We could also talk about movies. I mean, there's plenty to talk about there. Even movies that are out right now. For instance, have you seen MIB-3 yet?
0: Um, No, but I want to. Especially since, I think it's FMG now. Um, FMG, for those who don't know, is the... Frequent moviegoer club for it. our local um, theater, so tickets yeah. are only four dollars, or is it four fifty now? Something oh, like that
1: it depends on the theater.
0: I think ours are like four fifty now, but still, like seeing the movie at any time for four dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. We also get cheaper concessions too.
1: Brave comes out next
0: week. Oh, Pixar's new
1: little uh, toy. Yes. And it's actually not just Pixar's new toy. Aha, we can't lead into topics with this. It's just a topic we forgot to post. What? There's a new Dolby
0: surround sound coming to theaters. Really? Yep. I did not hear about this. Why did I not hear about this? Don't know. Oh, the Atmos. Okay, maybe I had heard about this. And promptly ignored it? Yeah. The ATMOS, the Atmos. So,
1: whole new setup for a theater
0: sixty four speaker feed feeds jeez
1: what so are are these theaters going to have to like hire someone to monitor the sound
0: well they are, they already hire people just to install the sound and literally like they 'll sit in the theater with some bi directional micro uh phones and so they 'll actually like sit in the seat and they 'll be playing tones through all the speakers to try and balance everything oh, out oh
1: God, that has to be a pain in the ass, yeah, up to
0: sixty four channels. Including several behind the screen. And let's see, the nearest theater for both of us is in Chicago. A lot of them in California. Well, duh. You're going to have all of the Hollywood guys. In Hollywood, right. Yep, one in Chicago, uh, one in China. One in Toronto? Two in China. Three,
1: four in China. Wow. Where are you talking about China? Five in China. Where? Um, there's the one in Beijing, there's the one in Hefei, there's the one in Wuhan, there's
0: one in, uh second oh, one in the Beijing. US and Canada ones. I'm looking at the wrong list. Alright. I'm looking at the Dolby Atmos locations list. Gotcha.
1: And looking at the US, most of them are AMC theaters. Yep. Which is fine with me. I've got an AMC down the road. Maybe mm. in 15
0: 20 years it'll be at most yeah the uh celebration theater over by us opened up their quote-unquote imax the fake imax yeah limax Limax, thats what it was called, yeah. right?
1: But I yes, think... Brave will be the first film played with the Dolby Atmos. I am curious about it. I doubt you'd be. I mean, it, it, being able to tell the difference—it's going to be so like infinitesimally small.
0: Yeah, probably. You might
1: be. Able, you might be able to say yes, it was a better quality experience. You probably would not be able to say why.
0: Mm. What I actually am curious about doing, yeah, is the fact that uh, Dark Knight comes out end of July, right? Yes. So most likely in August, it will still be in the theaters, correct? Comes out at the end of July, August should be in the theaters, yes. Um, there is a shutdown going on at work for the month of August. The entire month of August? Yes, for our department, because we're doing some new stuff, and so we have to get everything validated. Okay. And we're not allowed to be running other stuff while the stuff gets validated. Right, so I'm guessing you want to drive to an IMAX theater. The Henry Ford IMAX theater, because that is the lo- the nearest actual, actual IMAX. IMAX theater. So you want to drive to
1: Dearborn, Michigan, and watch Batman at the Henry Ford IMAX theater. Yes. Have fun. That is my thought process. You could also come and visit your good friend Dave in Wisconsin. Is there an actual IMAX theater in Wisconsin? Oh, no, no, that that wouldn't be the point. It would just be come and visit your friend Dave in Wisconsin, since you have a month of no work. I suppose. Oh, Andy. (laughs) Okay, any other good movie? I
0: mean, there's Prometheus. Have you heard anything about Prometheus yet? Um, I've heard that I don't want to go see it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard mixed reviews. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry to say, I'm not a Ridley Scott fan. Didn't like Alien? No. Didn't like Aliens? I liked Aliens better than Alien, but it's still not my cup of tea. Didn't like the 1984 Macintosh nope. Uh, commercial? Nope. Saw Blaine Rudder. Didn't like that. We've already gone over that part. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I don't like it. Okay. So speaking of the Apple, yeah, WWDC happened.
1: Worldwide Developer Conference. This is Apple's Dev Conference. It's kind of like Apple's E3. Yes. Or Apple's what E3 is supposed to be. Yes. Okay. So what came out of WWDC? Because actually, uh, it's actually kind of I, I get invites to WWDC because about two and a half years ago I registered as an Apple developer because I needed to get an Apple developer license to do something. <laughs> So I do get invites to the WWDC. But it shows you what it takes.
0: Yeah. If you were out in California, maybe it would be helpful. And if I were willing to pay the
1: entrance fee. Oh, there's an entrance fee? There's always an entrance fee. Oh, that sucks. I'd rather go to the Google I.O. because their entrance fee is a lot more, but you get a lot more shit from it.
0: True. So what came out of WWDC? A Retina Display iMac. I thought it was a MacBook. Or MacBook Pro, one or the other. It's a MacBook Pro. I can't keep these damn things straight. With the retina display, which I guess is awesome. It's so amazing. Hey, if I ever go to Ann Arbor, I'll stop by the Briarwood Apple Store.
1: I guess I could go down to the Apple Store here and take
0: a look. Yeah. Yeah um there was upgrades to the macbook pro and the macbook air um there was the OS X mountain Lion, which was the new mac operating system yep have you seen the uh, xkcd comic about the operating system names i have not was it recent or no uh
1: last month and a half somewhere in there I do not remember it let me see if i can pull it up real quick uh, it's number 1056.
0: 1056. That should have been recently.
1: Mm-hmm. I should have read it. Why didn't I?
0: Huh. <laughs> Are they saying that, um...
1: Well, it's pointing out the problem with most modern naming conventions of if you pick a topic to name your stuff after, eventually you will run out. So OS ten went from Cheetah to Puma to Jaguar to Panther to Tiger, and that's when they started really publicizing the names. Leopard, snow leopard, lion, mountain lion. There are not that many cats
0: left. There are one, two, three, four, five, six cats left. They should just call it a puma after the mountain lion. They've already done puma, though. Oh, you're right. They have done puma. What is left is bobcat,
1: wildcat, lynx, ocelot, cougar, and house cat. (laughs) My guess is the next one will be either Cougar or Lynx and then they're going to have to terminate
0: it. They're gonna to have to come up with a new convention. Well probably they're just gonna combine the uh iOS with the Mac OS. Mm-hmm. So so what, if you're gonna be you're gonna buy Mac OS ten calico? No no, they're just gonna drop Tabby. the— They're going to— I was... Mac OS ten tortoiseshell. Mac OS has always had problems with mice. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean... No, like, they drop the macOS, and they just put everything under the iOS, which is just a numbered convention, so then it just becomes iOS whatever.
1: Then it gets boring. Hey! That's not Apple. (laughs) Like, ooh, I can
0: buy Windows 8 or iOS 12. Sometimes numbers, it helps people out to figure out where they are. Yeah, until you restart the numbering. True. I'm sorry, what's the new version of Microsoft Office? I don't know, is it 20... Right. <laughs> What's the most recent released Microsoft Office, Andy? 2012, which came, let's see, was, it, was it, did it, didn't we jump from like 6 to like 98 or something like that?
1: Well, so the, the current version, I think, is 14, uh, but the name is Office 2012. So, are we on
0: Office 12 or Office 14? No, the Office 2010 is the most recent one. Okay, fine. Office 2010, I think, is still version 14. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What? It is version 14.0. Oh, sure enough, 2010. Yep. Which means we should be getting another one soon. Mm-hmm. Which will be version 15. Which will be Microsoft Office. Yeah, when did they jump? 2013. Oh, sorry. They jumped from 4.3 to 95. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of Microsoft uh, Word. Was it Word 6.0? I, here's the problem with numbers for your versions when you don't keep a consistent version. <laughs> Oh, never mind. I I was typing on Microsoft Word 5.0 when I first started school. Word 5.0? Yep, Word 5. That looks oddly familiar. Or was it (laughs) 5.5? Do you have 5.5? No, we didn't have
1: 5.5. We had 5.0. So this really is not like an Apple thing, though. No. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. So, Dave. Yeah. What about Apple Maps? Apple Maps as opposed to Google Maps? Yes. The Apple attempt at
0: dethroning Google? Which I think they are way too late to that party. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you actually look at them, Apples are certainly more readable. True. If you look at a side-by-side comparison. But the amount of data that is in an Apple map versus a Google map yeah. is quite slim. Like, they, it needs to be propagated first, mm. which it has not yet. Yeah.
1: Apple has not hired a fleet of cars to drive through every road in the U.S. or the world.
0: Speaking of which, they were actually in Kalamazoo the other day. The Google car? Yeah. I did not see him, but some of my local Facebook people saw them.
1: Guys, 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 the Apple car or the, the Google car's here. It's Santa Claus. Okay, cool, I guess. I just, it was interesting. Yes, yes. They're always somewhere. And in fact they're always several places.
0: But yeah, so it's gonna be a new turn it's gonna have maps with turn by turn navigation, which for Apple or Android users is already in there, but I guess not for Apple users. So will Apple have they released this for Android? Has Apple released Google Maps for... Or no, Apple, Apple Maps.
1: Is Apple Maps available on Android? Probably not. Because that, to me, would be the smart move. True. Oh, no, no. Apple Maps is going to be an exclusive and elite group. You must have an iPad or an iPhone like everybody else.
0: Hey, that's Apple for you.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. should make the app free. They should give it away, and they should give it away on every platform, including Windows.
0: You know what's going to be the problem, though? What's that? Many things, but what's the one that you're going to talk about? I'm going to talk about Verizon's new data plans. Well, you know, if you talked about how the data's a little more sparse, that might actually be helpful. But the fact that Verizon has officially now gotten rid of their unlimited data plans... Yeah, who didn't see that coming? It's because it's such a weird dynamic where the fact that the developers are trying to put everything on the cloud, have your data connection at all time, and then you have the actual phone companies who the entire time are just screaming, we don't have enough data, we don't have enough throughput, we can't handle this.
1: We don't have the infrastructure for these really cool things that you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and then you have the government who's like, well, we need to do this stuff, and the Phone companies are like, oh, we can't. (laughs) And then figure out how. There's actually another topic on there the US Ignite that I posted, but we'll get to that one in a second. So this is how it works The cheapest single person plan with data for your smartphone on Verizon on Verizon will be 90 bucks. That is not cheap no that is by yourself 90 bucks.
1: I, I assume you're, bucks. you're grandfathered in if you have an older plan
0: for a limited time if you are currently using a phone you st- will still have the unlimited But as soon as you decide to update your phone which um, you know if you want to update to a 4G lte phone you will have to get onto these data plans wow they said yeah okay no problem will you you guys are grandfathered in on that phone you want a new phone oh i'm sorry i think there's gonna be a class action lawsuit on its way it's that's what people are like um no not quite what i signed up for so th- yeah 90 dollars because what they're doing now is it's a bucket plan is what they're calling it so if you have multiple devices multiple people on your plan they all will share minutes which right now are all of them are unlimited they will share messages which are also unlimited but oh they will wait also- if they're sharing unlimited then what the hell is the point of sharing it well that's Full for multiple people and multiple devices. So if I had, like, a smartphone, regular phone, uh, one of those... Because most of their customers have more than one phone? I guess... Well, like, it's kind of like a family plan. I guess. So your whole family will have unlimited messaging and minutes, but then they will also share the data with everybody. So each access for each... Each smartphone will cost $40 to get the unlimited minutes and messaging. Basic phones are 30 notebooks are 20 and tablets are 10 And then to get the data starts at one gig, one gig, two gig, four gig, six gig, eight gigs, and ten gigs a month and the prices go from fifty dollars a month to one hundred dollars a month. <sighs>
1: There is a significant disconnect between data usage, hardware, and the infrastructure that there is to support it and the plans offered by the companies
0: yes <laughs> it like i said there it's everybody's in their own little world, and nobody is trying to communicate with each other <laughs> which is interesting, given that it's the communications industry yep. So, moving on to what the government is trying to do to fix this. Yeah. Obama just announced the U.S. Ignite plan, which is supposedly to make the internet 100 times faster by developing 1-gigabyte network backbones between cities and universities. Okay. Which, I'll gladly take a 1-gigabyte network. No problem. So, what they're trying to do is they're trying to lower the cost it would cost the telecom industries to build the network on federal grounds and federal highways. So, I will be driving over the internet? Basically, yes. You would be, well, maybe over, maybe next to, along with, you'll be driving along the internet. Basically, it's it's that, hey, if you think about it, those highways are pretty open stretches of land that are easily connecting cities. So the government said, okay, you can build here really cheaply. Okay. The problem is most of the time with this really slow internet and the the problem with the throughput is not this whole connecting cities part of it. Right. The problem is that last mile that goes from that box at the end of the street to your house. That's the problem with AT and T, that's a problem with everybody's that last mile section. That's where the throughput issues are happening. So that. Government announces big plan. Hey, it's great, but it's not going to do anything. It's yeah, it's not really going to do anything. God damn. Yep. Yeah, The Economist. I love. Her. Okay, so I'm quoting the PC Magazine, quoting The Economist, saying that it's not. There's one reason broadband is slow and expensive in American cities. It's just lack of competition. It's like can attest to there in our apartment complex there is one internet service provider
1: well i mean it's not an industry that's easy to break into there's a very high barrier to entry
0: you have to lay down physical lines well then let's do what's going on in um what was the other i forgot which country it was it was this article was another article that i was reading but it's the fact that some of the other countries were requiring the isps to basically compete with each other but also use the same physical broadband lines okay that's not really competing well everybody gets the same backbone they're just competing i i don't know i to to really improve it we have to have multiple people laying backbone which is not going to happen no everybody wants everybody to have their network because they're going to get paid for data traveling across their network right it sucks being in america with oh oh right right andy go ahead try that line I was good. You didn't even let me finish. I was saying it sucks in America compared to other countries for internet access. Granted, it's not as bad as Canada or Australia. Oh my god!
1: Right. I, let's let's be reasonable here. Are there issues we need to work on? Yes. Are our issues nothing compared to certain other issues? Yes. We're definitely
0: not a third world country, but first world problem. <sighs> hashtag.
1: Yes, it it is indeed a hashtag, which is another first world problem. Yes.
0: So, yeah. So, speaking of phones, Nokia. Yes. The, basically, the handset maker of the Windows phones. Yes. Um, says it will slash 10,000 jobs and close three plants by the end of next year. 10,000 jobs is almost 20% of their entire workforce.
1: Is that, I mean, it's a, uh, where is Nokia? Finland?
0: Yes. They're okay. They're Finnish.
1: That's what I thought. So, are these jobs primarily in Finland? Uh, Or are these jobs in China?
0: Trying to see where they say they're actually going to be cutting their 10,000 jobs.
1: So it's from the factory, but are there factories in Finland?
0: Uh, A third of their global job job cuts cuts are the Nokia. All right, here we go. He said a third of the job cuts are going to be in Finland. So So two-thirds are elsewhere? Yeah, two-thirds are going to be elsewhere, including the U.S. So I don't know how much means their factories in China or how much is the U.S. base. Right. In short, it sucks to be working for Nokia right now. Yes.
1: Also, General Mills, actually. General Mills is making huge cuts.
0: Well, I'm like glad I live next to Battle percent, Creek. Yeah, well, 50% of their—that's uh, Kellogg, Andy, isn't it? I know. Hence why I said I'm glad it's not General Mills. and I'm glad uh, I'm living next to Battle Creek, which is Kellogg's. Yes.
1: No, they're, they're cutting something like 50% of their workforce in their Minneapolis production and management area. Ooh. Huge complex.
0: 50%. So the question is, though, is this Nokia problem going to affect the Windows Phone?
1: i'm sure microsoft already is talking with other manufacturers because
0: if you're just basically granted apple is th- somehow being able to be good with only one actual manufacturer granted to themselves yeah well apple is a hardware company true it's weird that everybody compares apple and microsoft but apple's hardware and microsoft is just software. <laughs>
1: well welcome to 15 years ago andy These are things that I never think about. Yes, Apple is hardware, primarily, which, again, is amusing because they haven't made their own hardware in many years. Hmm. Think about what Apple is famous for, the iPhone, the iPad, the Macintosh. These were Apple products. These are pieces of hardware. Now, they developed an operating system to go with it. But Apple is primarily a hardware company. And Microsoft is software. Microsoft is software. Microsoft dabbles in the hardware industry. With the Xbox. The Zune, the Xbox, Windows phones. Well, not really even Windows phones because those aren't Microsoft products. But this is why when they they made the comment about Microsoft was going to open their own Microsoft stores, people said, what the hell are you going to sell? You don't make hardware.
0: True. So there. So speaking of Microsoft. Sure, go for it. (laughs) Andy's finding ways to link the topics together creatively. And not only that, but speaking of Microsoft and Scandinavian countries. Yeah. So I connected Nokia there because it's Finnish and Scandinavian. Go for it. Um, I guess there was a recent Norwegian Developers Conference for Microsoft Windows. Okay. Which started out with, um, I guess, a bunch of ladies dancing and jumping and gyrating around on a stage to a song that was all about, you know, developers and coding and all that, but also included lines to um, drug references. And the line everybody that is quoting is the words micro and soft don't apply to my penis. Brilliant. Also, there's a monitor out front that kind of just, you know, doing the, like the Stephen Colbert's The Word. Mm-hmm. Kind of just doing other stuff on there. So when it, the song said "my penis," the the monitor in front of there also said "or vagina." Wow. Yeah, I'm
1: wondering. Someone's getting fired. <laughs> Possibly multiple someone's are getting fired. That's ridiculous.
0: See, that's the... I'm going to a developers conference. I'm not expecting that.
1: No, no. Nor should you expect that.
0: Like, I wasn't even expecting Steve Ballmer to start out going, developers, 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 developers. That would have been more appropriate than... Micro and
1: soft don't apply to my penis. Yes. Wow. That's that's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, oh goodness.
1: On to a slightly more lighthearted topic. Okay, three thousand year long war. <laughs> Way to be lighthearted, Dave. Okay, so we, we, to to explain this, if you haven't heard about this yet, um, Civilization Five is out. In fact, Gods and Generals comes out soon gods and generals gods and kings gods and kings comes gods out... and
0: kings comes out like next week june 26th or the 29th somewhere around
1: there i'm excited for it and i'm still debating whether or not i want to pre-order it or see if there is something on
0: the summer uh the summer sale oh yeah that's gonna be the last week of june normally isn't it yep hope your pocketbook is ready um i rarely buy anything i know except the potato pack <laughs> I accepted the potato pack because I got into ARG in, near the you, very beginning. No, you bought the potato pack before you knew it was an ARG. No, no, I bought I had half of the potato, well, a couple of the potato pack games. Be- then I realized it was an ARG. Then I bought the whole potato pack, and then I got all of the Steam game, well, not all the Steam games, but all of the Valve games. Yeah. But I didn't buy the potato pack right away until I realized it's an ARG, and I thought, hey, why, why not? not? I want to All see right. this one. It's it's like the thing is I got in early enough that I could actually watch this go the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You know what? Maybe there won't be a summer sale. This will be the third summer sale, wouldn't it? <laughs> You know how many people would be upset if there was no summer sale? Everybody's like, every, I oh. mean, they they
1: started the deal a day thing last year. You can't be that upset. There have been three hundred and sixty-five things on sale over the course of the year, plus free play weekends,
0: plus like various other deals and sales tossed in there. Okay, uh, Gods and Kings is released on the nineteenth. Yeah, so, so in two days. In, yeah, in two days. Well, if you're listening to this, one day, or maybe it's already been out. Depends <laughs> on when you listen. Right. So I. I'm... If you're listening to this as part of our back catalog, please send me an email explaining to m- me why you're listening to our back catalog. Andy. <laughs> well, I'm just curious. Because why would it... you listen
1: to our back catalog?
0: Because we are a weekly, week in review thing. It's like listening to news that's from last month. Unless we're highly entertaining. We are.
1: Yeah, I like to think I'm entertaining. I'm just kidding. I know Brendan just
0: listened to everything to catch up to it. That is true. There are some old jokes that you might have to listen to our back catalog to get. Right. So what I need you to do... And what we need to do. (laughs) And the missing episode, which you actually can't listen to. No. Because it is missing. I can't believe. In this day and age, we, of all people, fell victim to a missing episode. (laughs) Oh, believe me. You do not want, that one should not have aired. What, ever. That was, what, 48? 43. 43, are you sure I think about that? 43, 44? I think it's 48. God, I have to go way back to our double-digit episodes. No, nope, 43, yes. Oh.
1: Oh, yep, and it's missing on my list, too. God damn it. Point for Andy.
0: That's three points now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I have the the secret episode,
0: episode zero, so there. I put that in an April Fool's episode. Oh, well, that's not so good then. Uh Uh, That was the episode where it was just crap for an hour. It wasn't
1: even an hour. It was just like, this is not working out. Was 43 the one we recorded on the way to PAX?
0: Yes, where both of us were sleep-deprived, and I was already about to punch you. Okay. yeah, that one is gone for good. Gone, gone, gone. I see. Uh
1: (laughs) Anyway, three thousand year long war. Civ five is out. Civ two has been out
0: for Bro, many world. years. Many, many years.
1: I in fact recall sitting in my basement with the flow chart that came with Civ two mapping out technologies and strategizing. It's like, well we could research this which leads down to this and we want to get this and if we skip that we can do it and it, it was a good game. It was fairly involved. I mean it was a civilization. People still play it. I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: I didn't know that either. I did not know people still played Civ 2. Kate still plays Civ 4. I used to play Civ 3 until I got Civ 4, and then Civ... I would rather play Civ 4 rather than Civ 5. I think you are being
1: stubborn and ridiculous, because I've now clocked over 150 hours in Civ 5, and I'm having the time of my life. It's too slow for me. Play it on quick mode.
0: It just doesn't seem right to play it on quick mode. Play it on quick mode. <laughs> it like but I said, I, it out doesn't of curiosity, What right do you mean by to it's it too on... slow for you? I think you might just be playing the wrong uh cultures then. Maybe. I might be playing the wrong cultures. I don't know. Because if you tried...
1: play as like the Greek, the Romans or the Aztec, you wanna come out of the gates
0: firing. Yeah. I think you're you're taking the wrong policies, you are well, I'm, I'm not. Order. I'm not a fighter in Civ. Okay. I'm just not a fighter. Well,
1: on on the fourth difficulty, the medium level difficulty. Yeah. I won the one city
0: challenge. Ooh. I beat the game with one city. Try doing that in Civ Four. That <laughs> probably wouldn't work. Cause most of the time in Civ Four, I go for the uh, domination.
1: Yeah. Doesn't work with one city. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> So Civ 2, people are still playing, and this one guy has actually had the same save game on again and off again for 10
0: years. The year is 3991, which at the end of Civ 2, you're playing individual years as a turn. Yeah. Like what, a normal game ends of what, a year 2000, something like that?
1: Yeah, which is uh, 2050. No, on Civ 2, it probably was just 2000 it was like 300 turns or something
0: yeah
1: uh so he's this is this is kind of a um An interesting case study of he was locked in a stalemate. There were two other computers that were, well, there were like three other computers, but one was pointless, that were superpowers. And it was the actual definition of a superpower, which is no other group could come together to defeat them. So the Celtics, the Vikings, and America each had the world divided up basically into thirds. And there were shifting lines of war. War had continued for you know 2,000 years, and they couldn't make any progress. As soon as one side started making progress, the other sides would nuke them. Global warming had triggered so many times that the entire globe is now (laughs) swampland. It's either swamp or ocean. There's nuclear fallout everywhere. And so this guy went out to Reddit and he posted and said, look, this is where I'm at. I'm kind of tired of this. I'd like some help. What do you guys think I should do? How, you know, what other strategies have I not realized and not tried? This spawned an entire subreddit called the eternal war and there's there's fan fiction there people got really into this i like i saw things where people designed propaganda that would be you know it's completely out of the game there's no propaganda in civ 2 but that if they if the celtics were to distribute propaganda in america in this setting in this year what would it be people have written short stories about like the history leading up to this situation they've written uh, uh stories about re- you know how it could be resolved and in fact the guy posted the actual save game
0: (laughs) and it was beaten in under 24 hours you see now that would suck if you're just like doing a game and then posted like i can't finish it and then all of a sudden boom someone else just like oh well try this i love how somebody actually went and got a response from uh sid Myers about this yeah what did they say (laughs) Uh, Sid Myers the Associated Press got a quote from him and he said it's been more than 15 years since we released that game and I don't think any of us expected a decade long game would come out of it it would be amazing if we could come back in 2025 and find out if somebody had been 10 year had a 10 year game of Civ 5 going so Andy what I need you to do <laughs> there's no way in hell I'm playing Civ 5 for 10 years see the thing is in Civ 5 a, a lot of the mechanics were actually simplified
1: I don't think you could do this in Civ Five. You couldn't have a two thousand turn stalemate. <sighs> one person did bring up the idea of, hey, you know, they're about to release their sequel, or not sequel, their expansion, and this this created a lot of talk about Civilization on Reddit. Was this viral marketing? <laughs> and some of the responses are like, you know, it's possible, but no one really, you know, so is possibly quote. Though honestly, expecting mainstream media to pick up mainstream media to pick up a story about a decade-old video game most people never played would make the marketing team painfully optimistic. So they're like, "Yeah, it could have been viral marketing, but why would they have picked Civ 2?) <laughs> This is kind of ridiculous. And, you know, the the original poster had actually a a history on Reddit. He has a lot of posts. He's an established person there. But they're going like, this, no, no. Yeah, sure, Firaxis is going to take this and run with it. They'll love it. They'll, they'll, you know, it's free publicity. But no, there's no way this is viral. Yeah, that's. There wasn't enough at the beginning to control it, that it was kind of too free form. So cool marketing, but not viral. No, but still, Dave,
0: would you have ever played a game for 10 years?
1: Yes. What? Well, anyway. I mean, Andy, I'm I'm playing Space Quest four
0: again. I know, but playing the same game. The same save for ten yeah, years if for 10 I years. couldn't
1: figure out how to beat it. Uh chances are I might go back and cheat. Civ two I think had a cheat menu, didn't it? Or was that Civ Three? I think it was Civ Two who had a cheat menu. Yeah, I could see doing a game for 10 years, especially like a play by email, because it takes for friggin' ever. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out, this guy didn't continuously play it for 10 years. It's not like every week he logged in for X amount of time. It was an on-again, off-again thing. True. So, The Eternal War. Check it out. It's kind (laughs) of cool.
0: What else do we got topic-wise? Oh, um, video game-related. Mm-hmm. Max Payne 3 came out. Yeah. Has a multiplayer mode. Okay. And like most online multiplayers, somebody's trying to cheat. Surprise, surprise. Yes. Now, most of the time, if you're caught cheating on an online multiplayer, you just get banned, right? Yeah, you get kicked out. Yeah, the ban hammer comes down, you're done. Goodbye. Well, Rockstar decided to do something interesting, where if you are caught cheating, you kind of get thrown into what they call the cheater's pool. Okay. Okay where you will only be able to compete in multiplayer matches with other confirmed cheaters. Oh, okay. Interesting. So if you're caught cheating, you don't get to play with anybody else other than other cheaters. You only get cheaters? Yes. Sure, why not? And... I mean, if everyone's, you know, at this level well, playing field, everyone's a cheater. Well, that's the thing, though, is if you're caught cheating in the cheaters pool, yeah. then you get banned.
1: Wait, so you're, you're kicked out of normal play, it's basically a warning, but you you still can no longer cheat yes i'd say leave them let them cheat just as long as they're cheating against other cheaters let you know this was your penalty you cheated or if if you really want put them in in the cheaters pool and then also put like you know they they can't cheat anymore and they're playing against the expert players (laughs) so i'm thinking like eternal damnation of you cheated we're putting you up against the
0: top tier players and you can no longer cheat Oh, so not even just okay, so there's the two options there's the Wild West option of where any you can do anything you want against everybody else who can do It's like right. infinite ammo versus invincibility, yeah, you know if you want to cheat, go for it by all means, and then you have a second idea of basically putting them against giving making them fodder for major uh major league gaming
1: yeah or or third option, <laughs> cheating bots. <laughs> You're only
0: allowed to play against the computer.
1: You get characters. one bullet against the computer with the cheats on.
0: Oh. I kind of like your second option there. That's-
1: <laughs> I'm like, you are now fodder for our top tier players.
0: Oh, you wanted to be at the top of the leaderboard? Okay, we'll show here's, you the top tier Here's of the what leaderboard. it looks like
1: at the top of the leaderboard. I, I like that. I also actually do like my uh,
0: put them against bots that have cheats turned on. Oh, so you wanted to cheat, and now you see how it feels like for everybody else. Yep, I think that would be fantastic. So there you go, something a little bit different. Than what is normal? Yes, but yeah. I like our ideas better. <laughs> we should send
1: our ideas in.
0: <laughs> well, Andy, what I need you to do. <laughs> there actually is an email attached to that. I think that's just for, you know, sending, hey, this person's cheating, but... Alright, so also in the
1: category, we, we mentioned this earlier of the, uh, hey, who didn't see that coming? Okay. Star Wars The Old Republic. Bioware is considering free-to-play. Oh, what
0: a surprise. uh ha! Uh-huh. Well, the only Surprised is that it took this long you know no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna join no no i'm gonna do it even if it's free
1: even if it's free, i not going to do... Not even to at least look and play for, like, 20 minutes. Maybe. And log see on, what all free. the fuss was. I mean, I logged on to, to Star
0: I... Trek Online when it went free-to-play. I, I was in the beta. I do have to say, I was in the Star Wars The Old Republic beta. You were? Yeah. I know that. I think you do. Okay. Well, you know it now. Yeah. So, yes, I was in the beta, so I did have a chance to play it. No, I don't think I'm going to join. I am perfectly happy playing my Tiger Woods Golf, which I, I could review, you know, next week. Okay. Hint. Yeah, I... I... I caught the hint, Andy. You didn't need to quite go so far. <laughs> ah, just making, making sure. Would you like what? to
1: review it this week?
0: I can no, put I'm my good. review
1: off. That's fine. Nope, No, nope, you're weak. You're okay, weak. sure. Um, So it's going free to Well, it's not going to free to play yet,
0: but they are considering taking it free to play. They probably put this out here and they're just trying to see what everybody's reaction is like, before well, they actually make their decision. What are they all going to say? So, well, I'll play the game if it's free to play.
1: I'll give the game a shot if it's free to play. I'll see what it looks like. I don't expect I'll do anything. I'm not going to switch off from WoW or Diablo slash Civ Five slash Final
0: Fantasy X. That's a weird mashup. These are the games that are taking my time. Well, no, I'm just thinking like trying to put all three of those games together as one game. Diablo, Civ Five, Final Fantasy X? Yes. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> your final fantasy characters are building the cities in hell yes and in order to claim land you have to dungeon crawl in order to clear out all of and the every demons. fight is a final fantasy fight oh god that would take forever andy the game is called
1: act go look it up <laughs> <laughs> no i'm good okay I mean, Actraiser actually was a really fun game. It was on the NES. Uh, Did you ever play it? No. So it had kind of two, three modes. Um, There's clearing the land. So you you go in and it's side-scroller, sword fight action, platform action adventure kind of thing. Once you've defeated the big bad, then it becomes a city-building adventure. So you you go from the the side view to a top-down view of the world, and you guide your new people into building a city and expanding and clearing out land. At the same time, you have to defend these cities from attacks by other monsters, so you're floating around with your little avatar helper who's this little uh, kind of like Cupid angel thing with an arrow. And so you have to shoot down the monsters that are trying to hit your city and steal your people. Civilization meets Diablo. I kid you not. That, that's hilarious. It is a fantastic game and the music is amazing. I recommend just hitting up YouTube and just taking a look at some of the game and some of the music. It's actually really, really well done. It was a hard uh, adventure game too. Action game. I don't know, whatever. Side-scrolling action wasn't technically a beat-em-up. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Right. So, final topic. Yeah? The fact that Disney, Redbox, and Netflix are having a fight. Not surprising. Surprising part is they're fighting over John Carter. There was a movie called John Carter? Yes. Mm. (laughs) It flopped so bad that basically executives were fired because of it.
1: That's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. And this is the movie that Disney's like, you
0: can't put it on for so many days in Redbox or on Netflix? Because Warner Brothers originally did that, but then Disney finally said, okay, you know what? 28 days before you, Redbox and Netflix are not allowed to have it until 28 days after it comes out retail. Yeah. Do you know what Redbox's so, response is? Um, they bought them retail and then started renting them.
1: Yeah. Like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're not going to stop these companies. I'm sure Netflix did the same thing.
0: Most likely, probably, yeah. It's like, so like, oh, you're going to give us a 20-day embargo? Okay. We'll oh, look! We'll go buy them in the store. <laughs> hey, look at that! <laughs> buy them in the store. Retail price, what, uh, two people? Well, let's see, $1.20 a rental, something like that? For Redbox? Yeah, it's a dollar. No, I thought it went up to a dollar twenty. Uh, might be less. I checked. It was still a dollar. Mm. But still, anyway, just a couple of people renting it, and boom, you made your money back right there. Yep. Stupid,
1: stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid move on Disney's part.
0: Not, not only that, it's stupid that they're trying to do the embargo thing. Because hey, that's how Disney makes money is by people buying them. Netflix makes money by people renting them. Yep. But over John Carter, really. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to go for the audience that was like, "I heard it was a bad movie. Let's watch it. Let's watch it for a dollar." Yeah, still not going to watch it for eighteen. Buying it at Walmart for eighteen dollars? Nah, no, not not, not so much. No. no, 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 no. All right, review. Yes, review Diablo Three. Bam, bam, bam. Thank the you. The Devil's in the details. What?
1: <laughs> that is not the subtitle for this game. <laughs> Pretty sure there isn't a subtitle. That would be an, a terrible expansion, though. <laughs> Diablo 3, the devil's in the details.
0: I was just trying to think of something devilish that could be some sort of malevolent. Malevolent? Yeah. No. I'm sorry, Andy. No. You failed on that one. Uh, Diablo 3, hell always knocks thrice. Does it? I don't know. I've never heard. Where are you pulling these out of? (laughs) I'm not sure I want to know, actually. (laughs) Not going to tell you.
1: So, Diablo 3. Diablo 3, basic dungeon crawl. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's Blizzard, so if you've played Torchlight, or Diablo 2, or Diablo, or if you managed to score like an early copy of Torchlight 2, it,
0: it's the same game. So h- how does it compare to Warcraft? Because I think that's the closest thing I can think of for a dungeon.
1: It is wholly separate from Warcraft. Okay. It, it, that's, uh, no, Andy. No, no. Warcraft is, is real-time it, strategy.
0: Is it like Gauntlet? Yes. Okay, I've played yes. Gauntlet, so I can Gauntlet go from there. And
1: Gauntlet Legends—that would be a little more accurate. Okay. But instead of just dropping food that your you know green wizard goes and eats, you're welcome, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> there are better drops: <laughs> weapons, armor, equipment, blacksmithing recipes. Gotcha. So the idea is you are following the story, and it's actually a fairly good story. I mean, it's Blizzard; you wouldn't expect anything less. True. And you go through, and you go out of the city, and you go into a cathedral and then you descend in the cathedral and then you go back to the city to repair and sell shit. And then you go and go into the fields and you fight a monster and you fight a boss. And most of the, the fun of the game is that so much of it, I mean, there's there's the story and the story is concrete. The story is set and certain locations are set. But the landscape and the monsters that you fight on the way there and what they drop are random. And some of the extra dungeons, some of the bonus content is random. So you'll play through it once, and then you'll play through it again, and it's the same story, the same gameplay, the same mechanics, but a different game. Hmm. And there are, you know, like certain. Case. So I, I've I've beaten the game now, and I'm playing through a second time, and uh, on a harder difficulty. Every time you beat the game, you unlock a higher difficulty. Okay. And you know, I'm in the desert, and I, I know I need to go find this place for my objective. And as I'm walking there fighting my way through hordes of demons which is actually a lot of fun (laughs) this giant worm comes up and it's a a basically a mini boss mini boss encounters can be pretty random you're like oh cool It's, it's a mini boss it's a gold level monster it's a rare and you fight it and it burrows and reappears somewhere else and you fight it bur- and it, I mean, it's dealing a lot of damage and there's minions and tons of crap to deal with. and then you kill it and it opens like it's a worm, it's a giant worm, it's like the thing from Tremors. When you kill it, there's a tunnel that you can go in and you can explore the tunnel. Hmm. Or you're you know you're in that same desert and you find this little oasis and it summons a rare monster there because hey why not? And so you there's this little element of the story that you didn't know existed before. And the second time through, it's, hey, look at that. And then there's always the, you know, the, the, oh, what is it called? Non-scheduled random reinforcement. Non-scheduled positive reinforcement, right? Wait, what? Non-scheduled positive reinforcement. Slot machines. Gotcha. Right? The most addictive of rewards. The game is based on that as a core mechanic. You are looking it up, aren't you?
0: No, no, I'm, I'm understanding. Kate just actually messaged me. Okay.
1: So, you know, you you kill monsters and you may or may not get loot, and you may or may not get loot that's better than what you have.
0: So, two people playing the same game, Mm -hmm. killing supposedly the same monsters, could have two entirely different experiences. It wouldn't be entirely different, but yeah, it would be, I mean, there's these
1: little secrets, there's little side things that don't show up for one person. Hmm. Um one of the, the my my favorite examples that Laura just reminded me of was something called the uh, I think it was the Fowl Cavern, or something like the Fowl Layer, the Fowl Cavern, spelled F O W L and it was filled with nothing but chickens. No really? response. Yeah. Really. Chickens. <laughs> Chick-
0: chickens. Wasn't wasn't there a level that had to do something with the My Little Ponies? So
1: back when Diablo 3 was being built, there you know, Blizzard put out some screenshots and said, Hey, take a look, we're actually working on it, it's really amazing. And the community reaction was, it's too bright and sunny and shiny and pretty. Yeah. This is Diablo. This is grungy. This is going into hell and beating shit up. So Blizzard decided to run in the opposite direction. There is a secret level called Whimsyshire, which is the land of unicorns and sunshine and rainbows. And it's one of the creepiest experiences you've ever been in. Because there's all these really happy-looking things that are trying to kill you. And when you kill them, they explode in blood and guts and gore. <laughs> and I'm relatively certain, I have not checked, the music is playing backwards. Oh, geez. And you know, you know, when you play music backwards, it sounds weird. Yeah. Because it's not a natural progression of tone. No. So you know it it fades and then cuts and fades and then the cuts. Well, that's not how we process sound. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's creepy and odd and a lot of fun. I I like the game as a whole. It is pricey. I mean, it's a full you know sixty dollar computer game,
0: but it's good. Okay then, Dave approves. I guess I will approve. I have not really done anything other than Gauntlet. Yep, a long long time ago.
1: Keep your eye out, Andy, because it's Blizzard. I expect they will have like a free to play demo or August when you come out here and visit I can have you try it
0: right anyway random review that's it you mean random topic random wow there you go Andy is clocked out now the Mountain Dew's starting to wear off Andy is pulling a Dave
1: (laughs) I just feel everything is officially the end of the show and Andy is clocked out (laughs) okay random topic let's try that again random topic yes yes
0: you rolled ahead of time you are correct my sir my sir you need to get some more Mountain Dew my can is, oh, is almost empty. Hold on. Or listen to more Rush. Oh, that no! Why would you do that? Trying to gargle it? Yeah, did, didn't sound good, did it? No. Sorry. Sound like a wookie drowning. Drowning. <laughs> <laughs> drowning wookie, my Star Wars tribute band. <laughs> John Williamson Friends, also my Star, Star Wars, Wars tribute Band. And you're,
1: you're talking about Paul and Storm's running joke? Who the hell is Paul and Storm? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Him. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Moving okay. on.
0: Okay, random topic. What are your thoughts about No Child Left Behind? As being a child who has been left behind in multiple places multiple times by (laughs) my parents, I am for no child left behind. Andy, that's not what no child left behind is about. I know. I'm just I wanted to point out that being a child who has been left behind places. It it
1: does suck to be a child who has been left behind.
0: Yes. That's not the
1: no child that they're they're talking about, Andy. No. We're talking about the two thousand and one President George W. Bush education bill. Yes. Called No Child Left Behind.
0: Yes, which I'm going to assume, Andy, you actually don't support. No, because what No Child Left Behind is for people who you know are not paying attention to education back in um, <laughs> in the last 11 years. Yes, it's basically privatizing to... the schools. Well, I would th- I thought it was more along the lines of standardized base. No, no, no,
1: no, no. That's the method. Okay, the idea behind it was let's privatize the schools. Oh, now I I will say. I have an incredibly biased opinion of No Child Left Behind, having been an educator recently. Okay. Um, so what I say about it, I encourage you to take with a grain of salt. Do your own research. Go out and find the information. Don't take everything I say as gospel on this topic. Is that a, a good enough disclaimer? Okay. No Child Left Behind is a sin. It's terrible. It has done so much damage to the school system. The entire idea behind the original design was how can we privatize schools and how can we make sure that it looks like we're giving people an opportunity where it looks like we're allowing public schools to succeed, but in the
0: end, we're going to make sure that they all fail so that we have to switch over to charter schools. Didn't we talk about this last week about, or might have been talking with Kate about that. I think it was like a school in Florida where they did a standardized test. I think it was like eighth graders or something like that. It was, had to do with essays. Yeah, that and was not were, us, but go on. Okay, well, it was a school in School districts in Florida were doing a standardized test for eighth graders on essays, and they said, "Hey, we're going to increase the gift difficulty of the grading scale by including things such as grammar yeah. and sentence structure and that sort of stuff. Things that you know, would you think they would check on students' essay. writing Essays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, the passing grade, the number of students who passed, dropped from like eighty-seven percent to something uh, in like the forty percent range or something like that. Yep. I'll have to find this article again at some point. So." That's
1: not well, No Child Left Behind, though. That's just texting and bad parenting.
0: Work. Well, I know, but it was still a standardized test to grade them. So what the Florida school boards started to do is say, okay, we'll just move the passing grade from, you know... 80%. 80%. To 40%. Down, percent. Yeah, down to 40% to try and make the number of students who passed it similar to the previous grading scale. Right. But you're moving the actual grading scale from passing to less than passing is actually... oh Yeah. Standardized tests, I, I get how they're supposed to be a way of comparing everybody onto one similar thing. How does everybody work on the test? Yeah, how do you measure up against each other? But just like every single SAT review program is out there, they don't teach you the stuff. They teach you the test.
1: They teach you the tricks to get through a standardized test.
0: Yes. Yeah. Education should not just be about the test. Yeah. That's yeah. So is, like okay so, I'm gonna go Andy, and teach us a better way to do it I don't know right That's the problem. We fail that. <laughs> how do we get how do we standardize everything to make sure that we find the schools that are failing to find the schools that are not failing which granted, And then be. how do we help the schools that are failing? not shut them down and turn them into charter schools. Granted, having substitute taught at a couple of charter schools, they were absolutely no different yep. than the regular schools. Yep. I thought, hey, it's a charter school. This should be nope. great. Nope, nope, No, nope. No, it was not. It was exactly the same. A couple of times, even worse. Yeah, well, there's so there's a difference between charter school and private school. Well, yes,
1: of course. And, I mean, charter schools, as much hell as I give them, a lot of them are working and are actually improving education. There are le- There are charter schools that are doing that. There are other ones that are out purely to make a profit so so yeah no child left behind I uh, don't like it but what are we gonna do instead well first off get rid of it <laughs> second off have actual educators work to draft a new bill instead of politicians and businessmen things like that might be good steps
0: there is actually a wikipedia article about teaching to the test wow it's not very long. Nope. But still, there's actually, well, there's also one on the education in the United States. Yep. All right. I think we're done, Andy. It's time for you to go to bed. No, but I just drank a bunch of Mountain Dew, so now I'm all like, yeah! Yeah! Yes, now I will play some golf on Tiger that, Woods. Oh, the U.S. How did the U.S. Open do? I've heard it. Did you hear about the the 17 year old kid who was like in the top ten of the U.S. Open? No. Did you hear that the horse that won the Derby also won the Preakness? I know, and then and fell then out. Didn't ride in the Belmont because he had some sort of leg inflammation or something like yeah, that. Too yeah. bad. Well, I guess we should actually, you know, end the okay. podcast. Anyway, bye everyone. Have a good week. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast.